Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another streaming service and chill. All right, today Scotty and I are discussing Back to the Future 3. Here is the Wikipedia breakdown. Back to the Future 3 is a 1990 American science fiction film and the final installment of the Back to the Future trilogy. The film was directed by Robert Zemeckis and stars Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Mary Steenburgen, Thomas F. Wilson, and Leah Thompson. The film continues immediately following Back to the Future Part 2. While stranded in 1955 during his time travel adventures, Marty McFly, played by Fox, discovers that his friend, Dr. Emmett, Doc Brown, played by Lloyd, trapped in 1885, was killed by Buford Mad Dog Tannen, played by Wilson, Biff's great-grandfather, who, by the way, was also played by Wilson. Marty travels to 1885 to rescue Doc and return once again to 1985, but matters are complicated when Doc falls in love with Clara Clayton, played by Steenburgen. Some of the topics that we include and, or sorry, that we kind of touch on and discuss on this particular episode is that Doc Brown might be related to Warner Von Braun. And as per the regular, links will be in the description. All right, ladies, gentlemen, the others, everyone included, all right, all of you fine, fine folks that listen to this. Bless your heart, by the way, for listening to this. Coming up, we've got a Fight Club fight breakdown, fight analysis, as you were, with Coach Jake and Coach Seth. We're going to break down the fight scenes of Fight Club, and I'm going to learn something. We're going to learn how effective some of these uh, techniques actually are. Also, coming up very soon, Temple of Doom review, da-da-da-da, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom review, with the fine folks at Zoobox. If you are not familiar with Zoobox, Dan from Zoobox has been on the podcast more than a few times, and we've reviewed some movies and discussed some stuff. And I'm not sure which member of the zoo, uh, of the box, the box folks, the boxers of the zoo, will be coming onto the podcast uh, to discuss Temple of Doom. But I'm very excited about it because Temple of Doom is also, right now, playing at the Orca Theater. Boom. Just like Back to the Future was. All right. So, more on that at a later date. Brett in Oshkosh, Wisconsin had some suggestions, one of them being Inglorious Bastards, the other one being Money Pit, but he was also open to suggestions. So if you have any recommendations, if you think there's something that we should watch that is on the streaming services, whether it's Hulu, whether it's Amazon Prime, whether it's Netflix, whether it's Gaia, like, let me know. Let me know what you think we should be reviewing, and we'll review the hell out of it. All right? And if you would like to participate, I'd love to have you. I don't care where you are in the world. If you've got something to say about a movie, I'd love to hear what you've got to say. And I'll make time to talk to you. I don't care. If you're one of our listeners in Egypt or Anchorage, I don't care. I don't care. Talk to me. Let me know what you guys want to discuss. Guys, gals, others, what you would like to discuss, and I'd love to discuss it. All right? Now, until the next time, until the next time we speak, whether it's Fight Club, whether it's Temple of Doom, whether it is whatever the heck that you want to watch, let's get ready to streaming service and chill. Okay, so before we get started, ladies, gentlemen, others, Scotty, how you doing, bud? People, people in Egypt, people in Ireland, somebody in Anchorage. Lots of people right? in Anchorage. 
lots of people in Anchorage. All right. Um, and yeah, we can go over some of those. Every people around the world who are taking the time to listen to us bitch about a thirty-year-old movie. Thank you. I think it's a very good thirty-year-old movie, and I will stand by that statement. Um, the more the more time I think about the third one, it's the the, the first and the third are are incredible. It's like the opposite of of the godfather except only three sucked like one in the first godfather and the second godfather were really good however mm -hmm. third one was was garbage the second the second one wasn't very good the second uh back to the future was not my favorite of the back to the future movies no i that is i'll give you that number two is the bottom of fair barrel for the trilogy um I think that getting excited about Back to the Future 2 is like getting excited to get punched in the face by somebody whose job it is to, you know, to punch people in the face. It's like getting excited to see softcore porn after going to XNXX. Yeah. We'll just plug that real quick. Are you telling me, you, can you go back to softcore porn after being an adult and having no. all the stuff we have? Okay. No, God no. So, Why would you want yes. to? So why would you be excited about going back to watch episode two of Back to the Future? I mean, if you didn't, going back to what you said, unless you need to know where the hoverboard came from. By the way, what was the power source for the hoverboard? How did that work? Because there was no power source, but somehow, uh, you know, like, it's, it's working in the 1850s. I'm assuming it's magnets. I'm assuming it's magnetized. And they figured out like the Earth's gravitational pull, and I think the smart board is running off of like good intentions, and the magnets are able to reverse polarity fast enough that they can get into these weird magnetic fields, and that's what keeps you off of the Earth. Maybe that's a distinct possibility. It's no, that's distinct... what happened. I, okay, I read a book. I read a book. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so, is that something you've actually looked into? Because I feel like I, I should have looked into it. Okay, not at all. Reverse that's... polarity. I like it. It's magnets. Yeah. It's magnets. Yeah. It would make it would make more sense because it needs it would need a power source, and maybe that's or, why um, it, it didn't work when it was on water. Like whatever, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't know if water is magnetic or not, but maybe maybe the main religion in the future was witchcraft. So it's running off some type of dark sorcery. So it's funny that you bring up um, witchcraft. <laughs> uh, friend of mine sent me a Wikipedia article for something called the dancing plague. And it was, yeah. So people That's... would, people would, people got this plague and they danced for like three days. Um, and one of the ideas is that it, it came from um, mold that had been growing on bread that had essentially become LSD. And so these people were eating the bread and dancing and um, but and it goes back to witchcraft because, uh, at least in the Wikipedia article, this LSD bread um, was uh, a potential cause of of uh, the what people thought was witchcraft. People but LSD is synthetic, isn't it? What's up? LSD is completely synthetic, is it not? Um, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm not. I've, you know, I could not tell you a lot about LSD. Um, so. Once again, fans, fact check us in the comments. Let us know if we're idiots. I say it, I'm pretty sure LSD is only made in a lab. So maybe it's like a more of a mushroom effect, but I don't, I can, 
I mean, if it's coming from mold, that would make more sense. So I'm going to the Wikipedia yeah. page real quick. It was the Dancing Plague of 1518. Um, and so uh, if you go to the theory section of the Wikipedia page, it says modern theories include food poisoning caused by the toxic and psychoactive uh, products of ergot fungi, which grows commonly on grains in the wheat family, such as rye, that was used oh, for yeah. breaking, uh, making bread. Ergotamine uh, is the main psychoactive product of the ergot fungi, and it is structurally related to the drug lysergic acid diethylamide, diethylamide? LSD. LSD-25, okay. and is the substance from which LSD-25 was originally synthesized. Uh, the same so fungus- LSD synthetic. There yeah. LSD synthetic. That's all I uh, the same fungus has also been implicated in other, uh, other major historical anomalies, including the Salem witch trials. There you go. So people, yeah, people were eating bread that had LSD-like qualities because of the fungus. Yeah. Yeah. I'd eat I, that bread. I'll <laughs> dance for three days. Hell yeah, brother. I, I think that you could have a lot of fun with, uh, with a patty melt. Oh my! Oh, the LSD patty melt. Oh, <laughs> you go uh, to Waffle House, you come out four days later, just missing you, teeth, hair all over your arms. You're you're from the Waffle home. Um, yeah. But here's uh, here's something interesting I want to bring up before we start talking about the movie. Okay. Um, so season two, episode eighteen of the Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated references the plague as a previous instance of uncontrollable dancing um here's one that's funky about that scooby-doo touched on the anunnaki so if you're into like uh um the lizards uh well, not lizards necessarily the <laughs> the sumerians um gods from space the anunnaki yeah. um they're referenced in scooby-doo and if i'm not mistaken the illuminati as well i'm yeah i'm i've heard about illuminati in scooby-doo but i didn't know about the anunnaki so yeah so Scooby Doo has touched on some <laughs> some topics. It's like going through and like reading old uh, like the titles of of like episodes of GI Joe. Like if you've ever read yeah. those, they're like really grown up titles. Um, so I'm I'm pretty sure that Scooby Doo is just the original Woke and Baked man. Like, I potentially yeah. Like I yeah. we all we're, we're all getting uh, everything from uh, Shaggy. They're and pull, Scoop. Yeah. Well, they're pulling mass off these monsters, and it's. Oh my gosh, it was Mayor So-and-so. It was all these government officials or these high-rolling people. It was never oh, yeah. the common man. It was always no. somebody who was trying to gain something. Yeah, it's... Oof. Yeah, you know, that, that. And, that's, and that's pretty much like the, the, the dude that owns the amusement park. And that's any amusement park that isn't owned by, like, Disney. Um, yeah. You know, like, uh, Silverwood in Idaho might be owned by a, by a Scooby-Doo bad guy. Probably not. Probably just the guy who saw an opportunity. But it could be a Scooby-Doo yeah. bad guy, too. There's no way to um, to discount that. Well, I mean, it's tomato potato at the end of the day. Exactly. Beef jerky yeah. for everyone. God, um, I could use some beef jerky. But it gets stuck in my teeth, and then I get really fussy because I hate flossing, and I eat jerky, and then I got to floss. And then Jake makes fun of me because my gums are bleeding. Jake's, Jake's cruel. Yeah, but he's not here because – listen, guys – for those of you who are listening at home or maybe watching the video, hit that like button. Anyways, we have a group chat going on, me, Bill, and Jake, and we keep trying to get all three of us on the same timetable, which is not easy. 
we've decided that me and Jake are either going to be best friends and be breaking boards in our garage, or we're going to be arch enemies. I, it's, I mean, it's 50-50. We're right on the verge. Okay, so I'm really liking that you're, you're kind of referencing an, um, a Will Ferrell, John C. Riley movie um, in Step Brothers. Because people, yes. uh, I, I like reminding people that John C. Riley was also in Days of Thunder. He was. Cal, Cal Naughton Jr., before he was Cal Naughton Jr., was, uh, I mean, he's, it seems like he's been a mechanic on, uh, on, uh, on the, in the NASCAR circuit for many, many moons now. What are you drinking? Yeah, well. What do you got? Uh, you broke out the so, cooler. I'm so my first thing was a Coors Light, which mm. I said, this is, this is what I always drink. This is my go-to. Okay. But you got fussy because I didn't have something fancy. So I'm currently opening what is called a Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. So it is a very nice dark beer that's brewed and then fermented in leftover bourbon barrels. Nice. So it's like a beer with a bourbon flavor, and it makes me really happy and really drunk. So this is my first one of the day. Happy and drunk is cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, is that your first beer of the day or your first? Oh, hell no. No, no. This is my first one of these. Okay. okay. Um, I am about six or maybe seven Coors Light Deeps and two White Claws Deep. So I had my first Coors Light at 9.15 in the morning when one of my buddies was fighting with his wife on speakerphone and she made me fussy. So I drank a Coors Light at work. Sometimes you got to deal with, uh, deal with what you got to deal with. Well, she was trying to tell me how to grill and... At uh, the risk of sounding sexist, no woman will tell me how to grill. All right. That sounds I'm mildly like Ron, sexist. There's, there's, well, I'm like Ron Swanson, okay? <laughs> if I need help baking something or cooking, I'll find a woman. But if I'm grilling, it's me, baby. It's me. All right. Hey, all ladies, you listeners, I'm not that sexist. Others, I just, direct direct yeah. all of your hate mail towards Scotty. It's not it's not me. I, I believe that there is some awesome women uh, chicks on the no, 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 no. ladies of the awesome grill ladies. Um, I follow plenty again, of women shout on out. Instagram that are great at grilling. Yeah, it's, I'm and, just being a and, troll. And and shout out by the way. Speaking of uh, women and grilling, the aforementioned Salem witch trials. <laughs> Fire them up, boys. Fire them up, yeah. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. I, um, uh, yeah. So, anywho. All right. So, so back to the movie. Uh, I don't want to, but okay. All right. We, we, we've got it. We've got to at least discuss it. Otherwise, then this was all a lie. Yeah, no. Okay. So, me personally, I think number three is best of the trilogy. What do you think? Um, I think the first one is definitely the best, followed by the second, and then followed far behind by the third. Or I'm sorry, first, third, second. So you th- the, the the second all the way in the back. Okay. Okay. I really liked the third. Um, there's not as much like you were talking about Domino's, Nike, you know, Genghis Khan. They're not trying to sell products as much in the third. They're trying to tell their story. They've Frisbee. already they got. Yeah, and so and I was going to get to that. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, but it's still not as blatant. Not everybody who watches Back to the Future is going to be like, oh, my God, a cult peacemaker. I'm going to go buy one. That's a very specific group. Everybody loves Domino's. I'm, I'm drunk. I'm high. 
you tell me there's dominoes, I'm going to go get dominoes. So speaking of dominoes, this is where it gets weird for me. I was in uh, Massachusetts um, a few years ago visiting my dad. And I asked a guy in Cape Cod, I was like, where's the best local place to get pizza? I, I got I, I got to get some good pizza while I'm on the East Coast. This yeah. this dude said Domino's. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. That's a real thing. That's no, a I, damn shame. Agreed. Agreed. So, like, <laughs> not, you know, like, there's a time and a place for everything to include Domino's. But if you're out on Cape Cod or in Boston, <laughs> it's, it ain't Domino's. It's, it's, some, it's some dudes. Yeah. I get you. And – Man, that's kind of the way the world's going, though. If I'm, if we want to go down this one, when you roll into a town, I'm a pizza. I love it, but I'm a hamburger guy. I roll into a town. Where is the best hamburger? And more and more places I go, they don't have hamburger shops anymore. You can't go to mom and pop or mom and Joe's shop and get a great hamburger. It's all commercial because the little guys are getting pushed out by Domino's, McDonald's. You tell me McDonald's is a good hamburger? You're high and stop listening to this episode or go get more high and come back and we'll, we'll be here. I don't care. But I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you at, at all. Um, one of my least favorite things to do is go into like a, a city. I hate cities. I don't like going to cities to begin with. But when my only options are oh, yeah. chain joints, like I'm not – I don't want to yeah. go to, to Red Robins. No. Um, if, I'm, if I'm in Anchorage, I'm going to go to Kreiner's. I'm going to go to – any number of spots, Tommy's, Tommy's Burgers off of, yeah. uh, oh, off yeah. of Benson. Yeah. yeah uh, Tommy's you know, like, in Anchorage? I've never even been to Anchorage, but I know Tommy's. It's, ah, let's plug this real quick. Hey, Tommy, hit that like button. Give us some free burgers. You can just put them on dried ice and send them down to Georgia. Thanks, bro. Or, or when Scotty comes up, we can, we can take you there. You can get a milkshake and a burger. It's, it's, a, it's nice. Tommy's how, off of Benson. Um, how far is Anchorage from where you're at? It's a few hours. It's a it's a it's a drive. It's um, about three and a half four hours. Good. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the winter, a week maybe. I don't know. Um, I'll, I don't ever plan on being in Alaska in the winter. And it's, you shouldn't. It's uh, if you're not from here, um, you know you, you don't need to come. You know, um, especially <laughs> yeah, not well, not. I in always the winter. need to come, but that's different. Um, the summer, the spring, the fall is easy. The winter here is hard. The winter, the winter here is not for everybody. Yeah. I mean, old boy who owns Iron Asylum, I need to go up there and work out with him and stay in his cabin. That's my plan for probably next summer. As summer as 2021. Yeah, yeah. As it should be. I think but, summer 2021, I'll finally visit Alaska and, and we can do a podcast together in person and God, we'll get like seven likes for that one and I'll get tattooed because of it. At least seven, maybe, yeah. maybe as many as eight and a half. Ooh, like someone eight, who's eight, confused, eight. they're like, eh, yeah, like, no, yeah, like, no, yeah. like, oh, fuck, fuck. Yeah, um, ah. I'm gonna hit them both and an, let it even out. We got an angry face. All right, cool. Yeah, it's a, it's our first ah. angry face. Um, <laughs> man, um, but, yeah. So, so back to Back to the Future three, right? Yeah, yeah. Chris, Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fox. Uh, <laughs> The guy that played Biff now playing Biff's great great grandpa. Um, yeah, Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Twenty twenty. By the way, Matt. Uh, he is the he is the the best actor in the series. In the series, um, and and I feel bad for not knowing the guy's name off the top of my head, but I'm gonna have to look it up. The dude that plays yeah. Biff is in that series. He is the regularly the best actor. 
because um, he's he's got to go from being the bully to being the bullied. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's got to – dude, there is a point where good guy Marty is talking shit to, like, to broken Biff. Like, he's talk, like he's like he's almost like he's flexing on him. Get away from my car, Biff. I'm what? Why not flex on him, man? Okay, so and and I'm not saying Biff didn't deserve to be flexed on uh, every once in a while because yeah. Biff was an asshole. Um, yeah. Biff Biff was a bully, and so in that universe, he was then being bullied. It's Good. not. It's not like. Um, I don't, man, I don't know because when the shoe is on the other foot, you become a you know it's a it's a different person. Like we've already seen, we've seen Biff at his most Biff, where his the whatever you consider Biff, and I like the term self actualized. He becomes the person he is supposed to become, and he is and he yeah. is Donald Trump in 1985, right? When he's that guy, um, yeah. versus you see Biff in 1985 after he's been knocked out by George McFly. Um, and you know, it's, you could act, I mean, it's a shitty thing to say, but like, I don't, I don't even know that I agree with that statement. I don't necessarily agree that it was a statement that I didn't make. All right. No, go, um, go ahead. So Where are we going? I think that Biff given the opportunity, um, was probably better to George than George was to Biff when the shoe was on the other foot. Um, however, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to, th- I'm, I'm trying to picture it and I'm just, I'm not seeing it, man. You're right. So, and that's, that's why I disagreed with my statement before I made it. I was yeah. thinking, you know, like he, um, George gave him, you know, I don't know how much to detail his car and then to detail, uh, his kids' cars, but he gave him, he was giving him a legitimate work. Um, yeah. you know, versus, um, Versus uh, Buddy Boy just coming down and and just punking George in front of his family. But listen, man, you're, George you're either the top of the food chain or you're not. Simple as that. Uh, it's fate. It's fate. But I mean, you see, you know, Biff is the larger than life character. He is that freak anomaly that comes in, weigh you know six five, weighing two forty nine naturally but he's got a glass jaw and he kind of knows it. Maybe he's a little slow on the noggin, but he's not going to let other people know that he's going to try to bolster himself. And he gets called out one good time. I'm about to sneeze. Give me a few seconds. He gets called out one good time and it puts him in his place and it humbles him. And he realizes that the, the guy with more natural ability weighing in at a buck 15 skin and elbows is able to take him out, and then it puts him where he needs to be. And so, what he was the bully that became. Oh, no, what's up? You hold oh, no. your finger. No, who no, dare? no. Who dare? What do you want? Uh, sorry, Ryan. Uh, Ryan of Red Run stopped in. Uh, yeah. What's up, Ryan? Red Run Cannabis, man. Four more years. I'll be there with you, buddy. And then you come. Here's the plug. They uh, they now do peanut butter, which is fucking delicious. Really? Yeah, they've got they've got a, a THC peanut butter uh, or a THC infused peanut butter. Um, they've got the honey. They've got Hashade, which is uh, the number one selling edible in the great land of Alaska. They've got some good stuff. They make they make good products for people who are twenty one and up. Do they do lotions? 
Um, I'm sure lotions will become a thing at some point, not, but okay. not that I am aware of. Uh, there, there are already yeah. companies here that are doing like CBD lotions. Uh, Frontier yeah. CBD being one of them. Shout out yep. to Frontier CBD. They make, uh, they make bath bombs that my wife enjoys. Anyways, so no, my, uh, my wife got some CBD infused lotion. I don't use it because I can't, but she's used it and she thinks it is amazing. It's, and she won't, yeah, she won't smoke or consume marijuana in any form other than the lotion. And she says it is incredible what it does for her. Yeah, it seems silly to me that the military won't let you use CBD. CBD is found I, to have medicinal uh, value. Uh, you know, it seems like you should be able to use something that helps with inflammation, uh, that helps with for, anxiety, that helps with so many different things, that has so many different uses, but you can't take it for one reason or another. Yeah. For legal reasons, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too far. I'm just saying I am pro. I do not use. Fair enough. Fair right. enough. Moving back back to the movie, uh, people need to get bullied once in a while. Um, my kids have been bullied, and my kids have bullied. I have been bullied. I have bullied. I think it's it's kind of learning your place in the world. And Biff was doing that, and he was bigger, so he had the advantage. Uh, not Marty. What was his dad's name? George. George McFly was the smaller guy, so he got picked on. And then George came to the conclusion, I can throw a punch. I'm not going to be bullied. My boys are examples. And, my, and one of my... Yeah, go ahead. Well, we discussed... Um, yeah, yeah. We discussed uh, Biff being a little chinny when we reviewed yeah. the... You, you, Number uh, two. Uh, well, no, in the, in the very first one, um, because Jake is oh, a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Jake is a boxing instructor. <laughs> and so... And we I remember were, that, and I... Once I heard that, I did not want to fight Jake as much. And that's when I thought maybe we should be friends. Yeah, you yeah. should be friends. He's a nice guy. Yeah, Jake's, a, Jake's, a, Jake's a sweetie. Hey, if you guys want to become premium members, you can read our text messages and see how nice Jake is. <laughs> He's a keyboard warrior. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, the abuse that, that poor guy takes. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I, like I said, I think bullying on both sides of the spectrum a little bit not too far is okay but where do you decide to draw the line mm, what is going on i see people driving all over the place my wife's here we're about to have okay would you sign oh crap no i gotta sign it real quick sorry i'm trying to sell a house my wife's signing documents for me she can't forge well we have to do it digitally so it's a pain in the butt. That should be, there you go. All right, anywho, sorry about that. No, um, I think, you know, bullying is okay as long as you don't cross what I would, I don't want to go too far into this rabbit hole, but maybe the sexual realm of it, you know, as long as I'm not trying to see your goodies or touch your goodies, or they're not trying to see my goodies or touch my goodies. But, you know, you push somebody down or you say, you know, beat it, McFly, scram your pipsqueak, or throwing hands once in a while it's okay as long as it doesn't become sexual in nature bullying is totally acceptable on both sides of the realm it's gonna toughen you up because if you live your whole life protected as a child you become an adult and your boss fires you because you're being a weakling and not doing your job of pushing a broom 
you're going to cry and whine and nobody's going to care. Okay. So he bullied me. He did not bully you. He fired you because you didn't do a job. Kids nowadays can't distinguish between bullying and being an adult. So we're talking about some different, different ideas and some different, uh, different ethics. I think there's a, there's a different, there's, there's a big difference between teaching like a work ethic. Um, you know, and that's, that's one thing, but it's a completely other thing to be, um, uh, I think to, to, to bully, like you should be, you should know that like lots of people aren't going to be nice to you. Lots of people are going to say mean and hurtful things. Um, but at the, the same time, like you've also got to raise the, the people around you to be able to know how to defend themselves, uh, which yeah. is, which is the other side. Um, I think, man, my wife works in the school. And so yeah. like, I see how quickly bullying can turn up. Like I've seen like, and, and heard stories about how bullying is what you and I consider bullying. Like, yeah. Um, that that almost doesn't necessarily exist, right? Like, kids can like cyberbully, and that shit's around forever. Like, whatever fucking terrible thing that was said or picture was taken, posted up on the intraweb's, it's a lot different than um, than a kid not you know knowing a work ethic. Like, this is you know this is how a job gets done. You do it to the best of your ability, and what does that actually mean? So maybe I'm just old school, but of my five kids, the oldest being 16, the youngest being five, one of them has access to a cellular phone and that type of technology. So maybe it's education on the parents' parts. My, if my 16 year, yeah, I'm saying my kids don't have the ability. I'm, I'm, I as the adult have decided they don't need access to these things that could become issues. Two of my kids are physically handicapped. I'm not gonna let them be taking pictures or doing stuff that they can share with their friends that they can be made fun of. It's not going to happen. So I maybe, like I said, I'm old. My kids don't have technology that other kids have because they don't need it. These kids don't need it. My kids are lucky if they get to watch two movies a week. That is three hours of what I call screen time. Now that's, these are my monkeys, my circus. I'll run it how I see fit. If other parents see that they need to let their kids have more screen time, more power to you. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm not going to say I'm right. I'm just saying what works for me as a parent and my kids as I see fit. Once they're 18, if they say, dad, you were wrong, I should have had 14 hours a day and they leave. Cool. Bye. I did my best, but I'm not worried about cyberbullying because my kids don't have access to the cyber world. Not my problem. Anyways. So, so- <laughs> Then we go back to, well, let's move, let's go back to 1855. Um, okay. Mad Dog was, Mad Dog got what he had coming to him. I'm, I'm only sad that we didn't get to see the end of Mad yeah. Dog. I think the execution of Mad Dog would have been the best possible way. Maybe that's there after the credits. Uh, yeah. And there's like Mad Dog's so- on the gallow. They came out with a comic book miniseries of Back to the Future that I need to get and read because I'm not a camp a comic book nerd, but they say it gives clarity and some finalization to Back to the Future if you read these comic books. And they came out 20 years after Back to the Future ended. So I'm willing to bet that Jacob. So there's there's two Jakes, right? Yeah. Uh, there's Jake and there's Jacob. 
Um, Which one's Siri or Alexa? That's uh, that's Jacob. Okay, the one I don't talk to. The one you don't talk to, yeah. Um, okay, there you go. Siri. So yeah. I believe he he um, I know he's talked about some of the video games, some of the Back to the Future mm-hmm. point and click mm-hmm. video games, um, and so he's he he probably is someone we should have had on here to to add into the discussion, but I yeah. I, I think that for closure, you need to see Mad Dog be executed. But but where did – here's where we get with fucking up time. Like, Mad yeah. Dog had to reproduce. You're not wrong. You but know, had he already reproduced? You don't have enough backstory on any We know. We yeah. – I feel like we deserve that backstory. You're going to introduce us to a little bit of Hill Valley, which apparently <laughs> yeah. was always a violent, crazy shithole. Yeah. It, there was, it was the Deadwood. It was the Deadwood of California. Apparently, Biff's family has been terrorizing that town for over a hundred years. Like, Biff's family has fucked some shit up in Hill Valley. Good for them. Good for them. I mean, the world ends. I can only hope that me and my sons are savage enough that people fear us for over a hundred years. It's just so you know. Um, I don't <laughs> want to. I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to misquote the Forty Eighth Tower, but essentially, you are your reputation. Right. Yeah. So, um, and I, I'm very much my reputation in the military. So with, I mean, with that, if, if Biff is and his family, the the, the Tannins, um, mm-hmm. have been bullying their way around. Well, I don't know because we didn't get a lot of. We got zero backstory on like Biff's dad. Uh, we don't know yeah. like if it doesn't seem like. Biff, well, Biff ever, lives with his grandma. Well, Biff lives with his grandma. That's right. Yeah. He lives with his grandma. So, um, but then... Is he Harry Potter as an adult? He might be. Yeah. But Biff never reproduced, right? So... That we know of. That we know. They don't, oh, yeah. shit. Here's, no. one, yeah. here's one for you. Um, okay. We don't know exactly what happened to whoever was the senior, like the senior from Ireland McFly. Right. Um, what was his name? I, I can't remember his name off. Yeah, top of I'm with you. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah, George, yeah. I guess it would have been George's grandfather. Yeah. Um, the first McFlies of Hill Valley. Yeah, um, the Irish ones. Dublin. Yeah. We've Which, come full circle. Yeah. Thank you, Ireland. We're all in this together. Um, so, that I mean, there's a lot of questions. So, I guess we finally got to see what would happen when uh when marty hooked up with his mom however maybe that's why the mcflies left ireland because they've they've been they were being persecuted for their beliefs and their beliefs were in inbreeding maybe i mean you know bring me your hungry your poor your weak right who um who aren't going to make people that live a long time well i mean it happens um yeah, I like. I just, I like to believe yeah, that's that a good one. That that's where they came from. They came from Ireland, and they were persecuted for their beliefs, not because they were Catholic, not because they were Protestant, not because of anything other than uh, they were related. So, so what we're trying to figure out is, did the Buchanans, because it was Biff Buchanan and McFlies, intermingle at some point? Was it Tannen? I thought it was Tannen. Oh yeah, yeah, it was Tannen. Tannen Bu- Buchanan, they go together like peanut butter, peanut butter and ladies. Yeah, exactly. Peanut butter and cocaine. Yeah. So, 
Um, Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. no, 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 that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Man. I'm willing to bet that like Marty and Biff are related a couple generations back because at one point Biff was his stepdad. Right. Yeah. Which, which so, I mean, there's definitely a family attraction there between the t- between the Tannins. Yeah. And the McFlies. So Biff's been trying to shag Leah Thompson since the 1850s. Yeah. And in the 1850s, it wasn't so much what the woman wanted. It was the woman's dad saying this man can provide or the outlaw rides into town, has his way and boom, you got a kid. So be it. Man, I'm willing to bet that Marty's great grandfather is Mad Dog Tannen's son. I mean, if those those folks have been in that town for a while. They've they've interacted but, generationally. Great right. grandfather is Tannen, Mad Dog Tannen's son. That explains why Marty's mom was so animalistically attracted to Marty in 1955. She was because, just trying to get back to her her roots. Yeah, she was like, oh, there's something about you, you know? Men fall in love with their moms, so they say. So, remember, she said she said he looks familiar. Yeah, exactly. So, I think you're right. I think Marty McFly is Mad Dog Tannen's great, great, great grandson. Three, four greats for the grandson. I'll, I'll go back to the last, I think it was the last review that we did, where yeah. we established that Marty was uh, his sister's father. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah. So, I mean, the more I've thought about it, I've told other people. Other people agree. So. Yeah. It's the Back to the Future is absolutely a story of incest. Yes. That's all. I mean, it's with hoverboards. It's incest and hoverboards, which <laughs> which sounds sounds like a great title for the third one, incest and hoverboards. <laughs> um, I'd watch that. I mean, I mean, the second one was, I think, the only one where there wasn't like a creepy incest twist. Well, no, the third one, his mom wasn't with, no, so, in the second one, they show his mom and him in the car, so that's, that's showing the incest idea again. Okay, they're, they're touching it. They don't want to get too far yeah. away from the incest. Yeah, it's, and then the it's, third one. It's key one, to the story. Yeah, the third one, there's no incest because, I mean, Mad Dog Tannen shows zero interest in the 1855, whatever her name, McFly was. He doesn't show it. But they don't show any interaction between the two either. Yeah, so they're, I think they're still relatively new to town. Um, yeah. But that also means the McFlies were shitty farmers. Like the, the McFly oh, family of, farms did not last. Yeah, they had a, sheep, didn't they? Well, they had to have sex with something that wasn't as, you know, like a, a relative at some point. Sometimes you need a break from the sister that, that you married and have yeah, children yeah, yeah. with. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever, like... Every culture has their sheep shaggers. Oh, Jake just messaged me. So. Oh. He's not saying nice things about you, so he's dead to me. Um, Ouch. Yeah. No, I, I like this. Yeah, I think I think all three movies are just about some type of weird love incest triangle. Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, the McFlies came to the United States um, yeah. because they're being persecuted for their ancestral beliefs. It, it wasn't like... If it was just a matter of like of of bigamy, they could have stopped in Utah. 
right? I don't know when the Mormons got to Utah, but I'm just saying they could have stopped there. Um, yeah. But because nobody they were, likes Utah, who wants but, to live in Utah? Um, Mormons uh, and dudes who play for the Jazz, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm sure if you play for the Jazz, you you probably don't pay for a meal in in uh, Utah. But I don't know, like what food is is known in you i know if i go to like chicago you get a chicago deep dish pizza uh or or uh, a chicago style from domino's it's gotta be from domino's though it's, otherwise it's did you have a, a deep dish pizza um but what do you get if you go to utah like what is like if you're like in salt lake city what's the go-to meal three wives um, it sounds like a bakery. We've got a place in Homer called like Two Sisters or Three Sisters. So like Three Wives is probably doable. Okay. Uh, my understanding is that, uh, and uh, our listeners in Utah, we have, I think, one. Um, okay. Let us let us know. I, I believe uh, bigamy has been, uh, or uh, polygamy has been decriminalized. I think it has, yeah. So speaking of listeners, Bill, how many listeners do we have right now? Oh, I don't divulge those numbers. I will tell you that we've uh, we've gone up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So people are liking we the had shit a, we're talking. We had a conversation the other day. And if you're only listening, not watching, you're missing out. Cause there's a stick figure. There's a stick figure. All right. Bill has the number. He's not going to divulge where we're at. If we can double listeners from where we're at right now, I will get a woken baked style tattoo of a stick figure drawn by jake not jacob not jacob yes yeah jake will draw a woken baked style tattoo stick figure and i will have it tattooed on my body okay you can double bill's listeners so full disclosure um at this point seven listeners you are still you are still employed by the united states military would they be okay with you getting a stick unabomber (laughs) tattooed on you just, just a smiling guy in a hoodie. Yeah, yeah, it's just a smiling guy in a hoodie. Uncle Pat. If they're not, if they're not okay with that, that's my problem. It's not the listeners' problem. It's true. I told, I told the listeners what I would do. I told you what I would do. I told Jake what I would do. I have my own tattoo gun, brother. I'll do whatever I want. It's my body. It's simple. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. No. So, Bill, take a note of how many listeners we have, and if we double it from right now, anytime. Between now and death, I will put a Unabomber stick figure tattoo on my body. Okay. And I'm thinking it's going to be somewhere near the ass cheek. If you get a smiling stick figure in a hoodie with sunglasses uh, on your butt cheek, I, I oh, like know. this? Yeah, yeah. I'll have my wife do it. I like it. Yeah. Well, so. we still have the freedom to. Yeah, yeah, people, if you're listening, tell your friends. Guy in Ireland, get like four more guys in Ireland. We're good. Egypt, speak your Egyptian language. Give us three more listeners. We're good. All right, we're there. Yeah, well, shoot. We might we might make the trip to Egypt with the tattoo gun. And, Ooh, and- I'm not going to do that until at least four more years. Give me four years, and I'll come to Egypt with a tattoo gun. If guy in Egypt can get us 100 likes, four years I'll fly to Egypt. I will let that guy tattoo me why why can you not go to egypt now we're not getting into that right now bill fair enough all right all right <laughs> so in four years but yeah, yeah. i'll tell you what though if, if we i might make the trip to uh, trip by myself uh and, yeah. and get the tattoo in egypt from our egyptian listener and his friends why yeah. would bro why not dude 
If your listeners can give us great ideas for tattoos and give us more likes, I will tattoo nonsense stick figures on my body. I don't care. We've got this a guy here. A canvas. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Um, Anyways, back to back to the future. Back to back to the future. Yeah. Um, all right. So, you say this is your favorite one. Oh, yeah. So, okay. it's, it's Is the it because least... of the train? Probably. And it's, it's because of the very last line in the movie. Go fuck your mother? No. But do you want to jump back. to the... Do you want to uh, jump all the way to the future and then we can come back to it, or how do you want to do this? I don't. I don't know. Let's 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 talk about your favorite things in the film. All right. So it's the least pluggy. Sure, you see frisbee. Sure, you see Colt, but it's not super jazzy, super wow. Um, it was a throwback to old westerns, but it was. It was a cheesy comedy, and I think by number three, they realized we are cheesy comedies. So they ran with it. Uh, you, you got a feel-good story that had a conclusion, so it brought the past two movies. They, he was really loud. All right, thank you. Cool. Come back up when they're done. Anyway, so the first two movies, they, they did leave you with the – the conclusion to this and the third movie wrapped up all three movies with a tiny question mark at the end, but it wrapped them up kind of nice and neat. Um, I really, I don't know why the actress who played the uh, doc's love interest, the, the teacher who showed up her, whoever she was, Mary Steenbergen. She's actually married to Ted Danson. I really like her and everything she's been in. I think she's just a super, if I could have coffee with her, I would have coffee with her because I just think she's amazing. Um, she kind of made the movie. She was very soft, very nice, very there, and she just has a good appeal. So I'm going in circles because the booze is hitting me. We go back to the Frisbee thing. I've watched that movie I don't know how many times. It's my favorite of the three. And for the longest time, he, he picked up the pie pan and it says, he goes, ah, Frisbee, far out. And he walks away. And his great, great, great grandfather and grandmother go, he's like, I don't know what that was. And the grandfather says, I don't know what that was all about. And the great, great, great grandmother says, yeah, it was right in front of him. I just realized the other night because he was holding it right here and said far out. So they don't understand the lingo. And that goes back to Doc in the second one. No, the, the first one saying heavy. Why is everything so heavy? So it was a joke and a reference back to the very first Back to the Future. He said far out and they didn't get it. But they don't actually get into that. And it took me 33 years to figure that out. I feel like a dumbass. I thought it was hilarious. Um, my wife's still making fun of me. Well, I think that part of what you're doing with a film, like even from its inception, Back to the Future exists a to to sell you memories. Um, now I'm, I, you know, it's it's there. It was there the first time to sell you a soundtrack that included. It was a movie starring a teenager with music that teenagers didn't listen to. I've never once heard anyone, uh, any teenager, say, "Let's crank some more Huey Lewis." Can we please? Can we please get some more of the news? Could we do yeah, that, yeah. please? Yeah, nobody, nobody gets excited. Nobody's like, I mean, I'm sure like Huey Lewis has groupies, 
I'm sure like mm-hmm. he's dirty, filthy, nasty things are, are I'm getting a head shake from uh, from George saying that Huey Lewis doesn't get groupies, but I'm willing to bet that Huey Lewis is smashing out some groupies or at least yeah, but in the past. Huey Lewis groupies are like groupies. So if you had a there are a hundred groupies. No, no, no. If if you go to a strip club in Cheyenne, Wyoming on a Tuesday at three in the afternoon, that's the same style of stripper that Huey Lewis is getting as a groupie. The Tuesday afternoon strip club crowd. Yeah, I see it. In Cheyenne, like, Wyoming. In Cheyenne, we're going, fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know what strip clubs in Alaska look like, but I can. <laughs> we have, we actually, you know what? We have one strip club Ooh. on our peninsula. It's called Good Time Charlie's. I have been here for five years and I haven't been. Yeah. Um, Is that the Peni Peninsula? Yes, the Kenai Peninsula. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yes, the Kenai Peninsula, and and, and uh, it's outside of uh, lovely Soldotna, Alaska. Um, and uh, my my so, understanding is because they're expanding the road, like this may very well be our last summer with a uh, good time, Charlie's, because um, <gasps> because of the the way they're expanding uh, the road is. Yeah, I don't know the full breakdown. The next the mayor has been on the podcast, and I'll I'll tell you what, <clears throat> I might ask him that question. I might so ask the mayor me, the next question. That question, I no promises, but I might ask the mayor about Good Time Charlie's in the future. If I come to Slotvania, Alaska, in 2021 summer, yes, Slotvania, Alaska. Yeah, you're telling me there may not be a strip club for me to go to. Oh, I'm sure by that point someone will have figured something out, and there'll right. there'll be a strip club. I'm not <laughs> saying that you'll ever have a hard time finding uh, some woman to to take off her clothes for you for money. Uh, but being able to do it but being able to do that a good time charlie's might not be a thing in 2021 just saying i have followed plenty of women on instagram from the iron asylum so that's neither here nor there (laughs) anyways no um to get off that rant back to the future three uh shit i lost myself ireland i love you egypt 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 i love you um no, so I watched the movie, and it's not, it's not a great Western. It's not a great early 90s comedy. They've kind of realized their stick that, man, we're milking this on the third one. We shouldn't be here on this third movie. So let's kind of make it for ourselves, and let's make a cheesy Western that we want to see, is what I think the writers did. And they, they ended it. I'm just going to go straight to the ending because I love the ending so much. Marty, the time machine, the DeLorean is destroyed on the railroad tracks, right? And then you get the time machine train that shows up and it's Doc, it's the teacher, and the kids. Claire, Claire and their son, yeah, their Claire. sons, yeah. Jules and Vern. Jules and Vern, yep. So Marty says, Doc, where are you going to go to the future? The very last line in the movie was Doc says, no, I've already been there. Then the time machine picks up in flight and it disappears and it's different than all the other disappearing time machines in the past. So I think, I think Doc Brown figured out interdimensional travel. Well, it's yeah. So, so we we went over past. Yeah. Doc's been to the past. Doc has been to the future. He's going somewhere new. That is another dimension. 
Okay, so he's gonna find Bigfoot and bring Bigfoot to the present. You're welcome. I want to know why we don't have like a, a an animated Netflix a Netflix Back to the Future series. Um, that, that's one of those because <laughs> they they did the comic books and they're just getting to those diehard fans. That's it. It's. I mean, think about it. If Docs figured out, oh, I didn't hear you. There are Blade Runner animated shorts. Like you can find yes. them on on YouTube. <laughs> but I like. I think you really could do a like a. And that's one of the beautiful things about the streaming services, is you have mm-hmm. Netflix that can drop a season in a day, right? Like, yes. Um, how much cooler would those assorted Doc Brown stories be, <laughs> or the the adventures of the Blade Runners? Or, yeah, and the backstory of Biff, all that stuff is great. And, you know, it's funny you watched me to watch this because I watched it on Netflix. And currently, one of the top 10 movies or, yeah, movies streaming on Netflix in America is the Back to the Future trilogy. So it's not just me and you. It's not just the Peni Peninsula watching it in a movie theater. Everybody in America is kind of questioning Back to the Future right now. So enough people, you know, emailing Netflix, we'll have a cartoon in five weeks. And we'll know all of these weird stories because Netflix is the giant Zog machine that it is. They want more money. You're muted. Bill, you're muted. I can't hear you. If Netflix wants more of my money, the easiest thing to do would be just to give me my Blade Runner series. That's it. And I, and I want it. I want it from the perspective of Rutger Hauer's character, and I want it from when they're leaving space to when they land in Los Angeles. Give me that in a season. I'll give you that, yeah. Or I want Escape from L.A. Snake, I want his backstory. Oh, the, oh, the yeah. adventures of Snake Plissken would be awesome. Yeah. Like what happened before yeah. New York? Like they're kind That's of like You need to start listening to this, yeah. People, our, our fans all around the world, Start writing Netflix. Tell them Woken Baked. Give us these backstories. Streaming service and chill. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, and streaming service and chill is asking for it lovingly. Woken Baked, those assholes are demanding it. Um, but but in a are we two real, different things now? Or we're we're we not two different. We're still the same okay. thing. We're still the same thing. Um, and that those are those discussions are are having are, are being had now in in the the moving forward. But streaming service and chill is a thing. Woken Baked is also a thing. And. Are we talking about a new YouTube channel in the future? Because a lot of my friends have asked questions about me giving them William Baker's YouTube channel. Um, yeah. So we're gonna have to. There's there's stuff that we're gonna have to figure out. Luckily, we've got um, we've got Siri on our side, and <laughs> yeah. Siri is a is a hell of a an internet intrawebs digital engineer. So he's gonna he's gonna help us with our YouTube channel. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm excited to see what Siri and Jake. I call him Jake the Snake. He saved in my phone as Jake the Snake. Ooh. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they look like on a podcast because I haven't seen them yet. And to be fair, Zoobox, I'm going to throw a Zoobox reference out there. When I saw what the Zoobox boys looked like, it kind of broke my heart because their voices don't sound like I imagined. Yeah, they're way more handsome. The The yeah. two Jakes are far <laughs> more handsome than um, okay. than anything you imagine they, they look like by hearing their voice. They're just way more, way more chiseled in their features. And. I hear my voice on a podcast, which I can't listen to our own podcast, but I hear me. And I'm like, this guy sounds like a goober. And I see me on the videos. I'm like, God damn, I am sexy. So <laughs> you're muted again, buddy. Uh, so it works and that's how it works. Yeah. But no, I think 
I I would rate the Back to the Futures as from best to worst would be three, one, two. I think the third is the best. One and three, and then we'll pretend that the second one didn't happen. And I'm okay with that as long I think if the third one gave me like a previously on and I saw where the hoverboard came from, I would never have to watch two and I'd be okay with that. It's kind of a bummer that he didn't have the pit bull. Like that was a way cooler oh my hoverboard. Because that would have got the train to 88.8 miles an hour way faster because he would have just hit those turbo thrusters. You could have just put the flux capacitor in his backpack and he'd have just been able to trans, uh, exactly. travel. Exactly, yeah. Um, oh. there, there were some inconsistencies, things that, I, that, that didn't sit right with me that I want, would like to address now. Uh, well, go ahead. And, okay, so when he goes from 1955 to 1980 – or to 1855 – and uh, he, he touches down, and then there are the natives on horses. Um, why didn't they – why didn't any of them stop to say, oh, there's a random white guy here in the middle of nowhere, um, and why didn't – and then when the cavalry saw him, they didn't stop either. They just kept going. Like, well, no, no nothing weird here, just a random weird guy in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Um, so the natives didn't see a white guy. The natives saw this weird silver metallic machine just moving across the desert, you know? Yeah. They didn't see a white guy. They saw a something that's not a horse moving faster than a horse. Yeah, but but, but they, I mean, they did see him, or they 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 didn't, or yeah. they stopped following him. Which, um, but then the cavalry well, saw him. Yeah, but the, he moved fast enough in reverse in a DeLorean to get away from the natives. I mean, they're they're trying to kill him. They didn't know what it was. The natives are being chased by the cavalry. There's this weird silver thing in front of them they can only assume it's the cavalry so they shot arrows at it he was able to get away fast enough and hid in the cave then he comes out damn flies anyways um so he hides in the cave comes back out and looks up and he's like oh shit the cavalry and he jumps down ah, i'm gonna give the cavalry the benefit of the doubt and say they had tunnel vision and they were very fixated on the Indians running away. So they just didn't see Marty McFly. And so that's why he was able to go down because he was on a lower plane than the cavalry. So they're watching the Indians. They don't have time to look for a little head popping up. You got tunnel vision. You're fixated. So he dropped down. They all jumped over. They ran away. That's why. Indians tried to kill him because they saw him. But they were also fleeing the cavalry because cavalry has guns, arrows. Calvary were too busy watching the Indians to look for Marty McFly's head peeking above a military crest. That makes a lot of sense. You know, when you put in those terms, that's then that's why we have uh, such a military authority as yourself. All right. Next. What's your next discrepancy? Well, that was, that was really kind of the big one. Okay, that was uh, one, yeah, of, yeah. one of the big – I mean, we're going we're gonna to skip past time travel and, uh, yeah, yeah. and just no, say that was, those that's are the biggest thing. inconsistencies. Um, yeah. I do like that they, they took from, like, the name Clint Eastwood. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, that was pretty cool. Um, and then um, with the bulletproof, um, the cast iron uh, yeah. oven door that came yeah. from a Clint Eastwood movie. So – and I'll, I'll go into that one. Have you ever seen, I mean, a cast iron piece of lead or cast iron for that matter, or a bulletproof vest? I think what the Colt was shooting a 45 long 
if I'm not mistaken. Seems legit. I mean, yeah, you get hit with that. It's not going to punch through, but it's going to. Martin McFly standing up after catching one of those in the chest. Martin McFly is a bad mother effort. So you have that. Wait, heavy... are, we... are we explicit right now? We're totally explicit. Uh, he's a bad motherfucker, man. That dude just caught a 45 long colt to the chest. Okay, I don't so... care. That is that is a hell of a punch to your rib cage, to your lungs, to your psyche, everything. While wearing like an iron door on his chest, so like once it yeah. hit him, it's 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 pounding into him, and that's a heavy yeah. door. That's a that's a strong punch to the gut, and it's going to come back and it's going to kind of reverberate. The fact that he could still breathe and wasn't yeah. you know like <laughs> my ribs are broken because I mean like that's yeah. a that's a that's a probably a little bit heavier than a Tyson shot. Exactly. Um, he he felt he at least broke two ribs, maybe seven. I don't know how many ribs a human has, but he broke seven of them. So then, is the going back and forth to the future is where Doc learned the importance of a bulletproof vest? Well, yeah, because he... But, no, that's another thing. So, Marty left him the note, right? And so he read the note. At the end, he shows the note. Doc opens up his shirt, and he's wearing, like, a little second chance vest. The second chance vest is only rated to a nine-millimeter round. He's getting shot with an AK-47. Yeah, which is a 7.62 caliber. That is what a full-blown, heavy-ass, modern-day military plate is rated to. You get hit in the chest with a 7.62 AK round with a second-chance vest, that's, that's getting stuck in your torso, brother. Doc's dead, man. He needed to be walking around with a plate carrier and a fast helmet, looking like freaking Boogaloo Boy. But, I mean, it's Hollywood. I don't know no better. Uh, speaking of which, I've done some Hollywood work. I hate Hollywood. Anyways. And that's that's one of the reasons we, we, we keep having you on, so you can shit on yeah, that yeah. evil satanic machine. Oh, man, yeah. Um, but, I mean, even with a 9-millimeter round, you get hit with the second-chance vest, that's still going to break a rib or bruise a rib or give you a heart attack. I don't know how the body works. I don't want to get shot no matter what I'm wearing. I mean, in order for any of this to work, you have to, you have to pretend that you live in a world where these things can happen. Well, they can't though. So, and that's what I mean. Give it to me. So, no, you gotta, you gotta imagine. And this is the, the only way that movies really work for me is if I can, if I can put my brain on pause and say this works in this universe. It's sort yes. of like the, the Hobbes and Shaw conversation. Like this, yes. this is the way the way physics are in this world. In this yeah, world, and, and, anybody who is anything, the bully is the bully turned all the way up. The wimp is the wimp with the volume turned all the way up. Um, yeah. You know, the the mom that wants to have sex with her son turned all the way up. Um, well, that'll happen. I mean. Yeah. Um, my mom wants to have sex with me because I'm amazing. But that's besides the point. Uh, I mean, you are a, a bad mother lover. I do love my mother. Mommy, I love you. Please don't ever listen to this podcast. Um she asked me about this, and I told her not to listen. So, as, as you probably should. Yeah. But no, man, I mean, and I'm with you. I can, I can turn my brain off and watch a movie and go, <laughs> that was good, bro. Um, my wife is a very analytical person. and she was, she was a police officer for many years. So we watch movies, and she's like, that can happen. No, that won't happen. That's impossible. And I'm like, Turn your brain off. Enjoy the movie. 
She's like, I can't do that. How do you do that? I'm like, because I don't care, man. It's a movie. It's here for my entertainment. If, I re- if, if I'm here to critique it and write a review on it, yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm critiquing something with you. That's why I'm saying the bulletproof vest is bullshit. The second chance vest that Doc wore, that's bullshit. But if I'm watching a movie and not caring, yeah, dude, Doc got a note. He put on a bulletproof vest and saved his life. Cool. That makes the movie happen. Okay, so wait, Doc is a scientist. And Doc, if Doc is able to, in 1985, make a time machine, then why isn't Doc capable of building the, the world's best, most strongest, uh, most strongest, lightest weight yeah. uh, super vest? If this dude can take a, a, a DeLorean to yeah. 30 years in the future and then 100 years in the past, then he can make something uh, that's lighter, softer, and stronger. And maybe that's how Doc maintains his fortune. Maybe yeah, you're probably not wrong. Uh, yeah, maybe that is what it is. Maybe I just there's more backstory that we don't know about. I mean, how did Doc come across his money? Because they never show his inventions as being as incredible. He's pursuing inventions of his own will and ambition. Yeah, where did his family money come from? So just just like um, like Biff <laughs> with the uh, um, with the sports almanac. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying there's yeah there's tons of shortfalls in the movie we pick apart any movie and have shortfalls my man my man we already know that he went back in time like yeah so and why, in the why future he, in time and he went to he other dimensions back? he met why? aliens he met Bigfoot he hung out in freaking the Peni Peninsula I'm glad we brought this up <laughs> uh, a couple of different things uh, one of them is Von Braun and I, I'll touch on that one in just a minute I'm talking about Warner Von Braun Yes. So Doc said when they came to the country, they weren't always brown. Before that, they were Von Brauns. Doc really? Brown was a Von Braun. The Von Brauns. Oh my God. Doc, I missed that. This is what we're doing here. This is what we're. Oh. This, this is the research we're. Boop, 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 boop. All right. Warner Von Braun. Oh my God. Doc Brown is a Von Braun. Really? I, Warner wow. Von Braun was an occultist. Um, Warner Von Braun, uh, you know, was trying to do a lot of this shit. So, so Doc Brown and Warner Von Braun, uh, and you know what? They were probably still connected. Von Braun probably came over here as paperclip. Oh shit. Here's one for you. Doc Brown is, is Warner Von Braun. Oh my God. That changes everything. Doc Brown is a Von Braun. I never caught that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I just, I, mean, I just, I just caught that the when I watched, it's like we came here and we were the Von Brahms. Um, that is incredible. Holy, that yeah, changes but, the entire, that changes the entire series. The one line who Doc's not a main character and he doesn't have that much screen time, honestly. Doc Brown. Yeah, I'm googling real quick. Doc Brown. Yeah. Uh, come, Doc Brown uh, family. Um, that's incredible tree came to the u.s yeah i'm trying to remember what year it was i want to say it was the 20s or 30s um but uh yeah yeah so okay so back to the future fandom their little private wikipedia um yeah so which wikipedia is the end-all be-all of yeah so check it out doc's ancestors were the von Brauns who emigrated from germany in 1908 Yep. and Anglicanized their surname to Brown after America's entry in the First World War. However, little yeah. is known about Doc's father, 
save for that Emmett's father was a judge who had taken some time to uh, accept Emmett's interest in science. The only thing known about Doc's mother is that her maiden name was Lathro, which became Emmett's middle name. Um, Doc would spend his summers as a young boy with his uncle, Otto von Braun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Um, there you go. That's incredible. Doc, Doc Brown is a Von Braun. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Red Run Cannabis Company, license 3A10056. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, license 4A10052. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, license 5A19372. 5455 Kenai Spur Highway, 12156 Kenai Spur Highway, Kenai, Alaska, 99611. changes oh my gosh so if you get if, if you want to go into the 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 conspiracy portion of it like there's i mean there's a lot of a lot of conspiracy a lot of steven spielberg conspiracies one of them if you read the book yeah. uh, behold a pale horse is that uh films like et and um close encounters of the fourth kind are yeah. based on actual events and that all of this stuff is soft disclosure so, so hypothetically, like, what if that's what if that's what this is? Soft disclosure for interdimensional travel. Um, so, interdimensional travel, which is the end of Back to the Future Three, Doc Brown, Doc Von Braun, which is, is apparently interdimensional travel. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've known that for you. Oh yeah, Rick yeah. and Morty is totally a ripoff of it. But well, you know they. Yeah, there we go. The Von, I'm still trying to wrap my brain, my brain around the Von Braun nonsense. That's crazy. How did I miss that? It is, yeah. That kind of, that clarifies everything. Yeah. All of this is possible. And this isn't actually a fictitious film. It's probably a fucking documentary at this point. There's there's probably more to it than uh, than yeah. we're, we're being told. 100%. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. 100%. Um, Vaughn, because I think Vaughn Braun and Tesla were talking to at one point, weren't they? I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't speak on that. I could not speak on Warner Von Braun and Tesla. I can tell you that uh, he was. Well, I can't uh, speak on it was, either, but I'm going to tell you, yeah, that uh, happened. Apparently, he was buddies with Walt Disney. So there's that. Well, Walt Disney's a freaking weirdo. And Walt Disney knew the FBI, and that's how he got all of his land in Florida for so cheap. So Walt, well, Walt, there's a lot of lot of Walt Disney yeah. shit. Um, it's it's weird because everybody knows about like one weird Walt Disney fact. Like one, uh, I had a um, I had a lady at a restaurant point out to me that Walt Disney's signature has three sixes in it. Was it the Schnitzel Bomber? No, it was not the Schnitzel Bomber. No, then I don't out, care about it. Shout out, shout out to Charlotte's uh, on on Main okay. Street in Kenai. Um, but yes, yeah, a while, yeah. while back, yeah. Um, by the way, a special at the Schnitzel Bomber before we're going to have to start wrapping this this bitch up. Okay. Yeah, whenever. Uh, schnitzel Bomber special this week is a cordon blue schnitzel sandwich. Um, wow. I had I had the cold I want that leftovers in my mouth. yesterday. It was delicious. Yeah. Even even cold leftover was good. I'm um, I'm excited to make it up there and to work out at Iron Asylum. I've been wanting to eat at Schnitzel Bomber for at least since 2017, I think, when you first started doing all this. Schnitzel bomber is legit. It's it's yeah. um. So can I tell you like this uh, how well or how how intertwined I have become with that the schnitzel bomber? Um, yeah. People buy like schnitzel bomber gift cards for my wife and I. That's what's up. Like they know they know that like this what to do. It's just nobody getting, buys me anything. Um, <laughs> well, you just start doing this. To be fair, they'll buy well, you. Something. They'll give you. To be money. fair, if people want to buy me things, I need uh, needles for a tattoo gun and black ink, and I'll put stick figures on my body. Apparently, <laughs> every every tattoo artist I know is is looking for needles right now. Like they're, yeah, like they're going to a heroin convention or something. Um, so there's that. Uh, good luck getting needles right now. Everybody is looking for needles. Yeah, and I think I like three more maybe. So I think next weekend I'm going to tattoo myself and I'm going to tattoo a master sergeant friend of mine. Can I get him a stick figure? Yeah. He wants me and him want to get matching stick figures with mustaches. You got rid of your mustache. It's coming back. You should keep that mustache. So that mustache shouldn't go away. It goes, it goes well with the sunglasses. Well, we will leave it up to the fans. Um, Fans. If you want me to keep growing out the mustache, let us know. Leave a clean shaved. Let us know. Yeah. Drop a comment, hit that like button. And if you want to tip us that we have a, we actually have a tip jar on our SoundCloud page. If you, I don't know what that is, but sure. Yeah. So on, 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 um, on the SoundCloud page, which is where Woken Bake is, is based. Uh, there's a little box that allows you to, uh, to donate, uh, to Woken Bake now. So if that's something that you want to, you don't have to, we're just doing this shit no, no, anyway. No. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be terrible whether you tip us or don't tip us. Yeah, so. you expect the same level of garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think right now I just don't care so much. I listen to, like I said, I listen to the Jake podcast, and you guys kind of ranted more, and that's why I'm ranting more. As Jake. you should be. Jake, I fucking hate you, you snake. Um, he's, a, he's a terrible <laughs> influence. He really is, but... I think, yeah, man, if you guys want to keep listening to this nonsense, keep listening. If you want to donate, help Bill out. I'm, I'm rich. I'm in a camper by myself. I don't care. You see all that Coors Light he's got? All the Coors Light. All the, all yeah, yeah. All the Coors Sometimes, sometimes he's even got a yingling. 
Ooh, I do love Yingling, but I keep that for my private moments. As it should yeah. be. Anniversaries, yeah, exactly. birthdays. Yeah. yeah. Orgasm Tuesday. Yeah, I got you. But. So the next film, as it stands, is uh, Temple of Doom. Yes. Or, and then after that, Inglorious Bastards. Potentially Inglorious Bastards. So I was watching Inglorious Bastards last night. And I've yeah. realized that I've, it's, it's one of those movies that, that we've all watched more than three times. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and so, so it's weird like, to go back and watch it now because you have to watch it, and it kind of takes away the joy of it. Oh, you're not wrong. God damn, you fly. Um, Sorry. It's I not have, a big fly. It's just a fly. Uh, Anyways. You know what? The, the McFlies are always getting shit. Um, they really are. So, so it's a, that's up in the air. I have, now, keeping with this, these movies that we haven't seen in a very long time, uh, okay. Temple of Doom might be yeah. one of those movies. I agree. I haven't and, watched that in, uh, at least at Coon's age, to say the least. Um, now, we do have uh, one of our listeners in Ashkash, Wisconsin, who is also Wisconsin? a- who is also a purchaser of t-shirts. So we've got to give okay. him extra, yeah. extra love and credibility. Um, which, by the way, he's got one of those smiling Unabomber guys. If you want one of those, be sure to check oh, out uh, at Woken Baked Podcast on Instagram, and we'll hook you up. All right, oh, but yeah. um, he recommended a couple of different movies, um, and I have not seen Money Pit, but um, with Tom Money Hanks. Money Pit. So, yeah. So that's one that, okay. that, that's one that he touched on. Um, do you want to talk, but does he want us to talk about Money Pit, or is he, does he want us to shit on Tom Hanks for an hour and a half? I mean, I'm good with either one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, if it means I think, that, I, that I gotta spend an hour and a half or two hours watching a Tom Hanks movie in order to do it properly, I'll go with it. I don't give a fart. Yeah, flying I, fart. I really enjoyed Money Pit. That's a good one. Okay. Um, but Temple of Doom is uh, yeah. is the next one is the, the, the one we should be doing the soonest, I think. <laughs> okay. I think. Uh, however, uh, listeners, you may have a difference of opinion. Let us know what you think, and we'll go from there. Listen, listeners, let us get Kill Bill Volume 1 out of the way because my lawyers, my legal team that I have doing research, they're costing me an arm and a leg. I am selling my house to keep paying for their legal fees to tell you why this movie sucks. Jake the Snake, you are wrong. This is the most fucking garbage movie I've ever seen in my life. So, I'm ready to do this. I am ready to do this. Is it is it Kill Bill or is it Tarantino in general? Because this is this it might. Is, I love Tarantino. Kill Bill Volume One, garbage, trash, dumpster fire, stuck on heroin. Okay. Wow. That's I nice. would rather. I would rather walk naked into a prison that has been sodomy free for 15 years. And then the warden says sodomy game on. I'd rather be naked in that prison by myself than watch kill bill volume one again. That's those are some very intense feelings. And yeah. And Jake's going to listen. Jake's going to message us and be like, funny quip, quip, quip. And I'll go from there. So kill bill right now is not on Netflix. That's a them problem. Because it's that garbage. Okay. All right. It's so, so bad. Net, Netflix, which is the mega mogul of everything, won't play Kill Bill because Kill Bill sucks. So they can't very- make money off of the shittiest movie ever made. 
Oh, Oof. that's a, those are big words. Shittiest God. movie ever made. All right, so I'll give you top three worst movies ever made. Is Kill Bill? It's in that top three, and it's so that's bad a, I can't name a, two other movies. That's a that's a topic that that really is a topic for an episode. That your three worst movies versus my three worst movies. Um, <laughs> I don't have two others. I only have Kill Bill. It's and, one, two, three, brother. Damn. Damn. All right. Well, but, fair enough. So if people listen this far, they've probably taken the bait. We're going to do the Kill Bill at some point. Has to happen. Yeah. Me, Bill, and Jake, not Siri. And I will – it's going to be a handicap match because both of them are handicapped and I'm fully capable. And we'll figure this out. All right? I'm, all but, I am there for is to moderate the debate. We'll, we will have and, rules in place. Um, we will have, you know, we will have a set of guidelines into, into it as a way to determine and make this debate. It's going to be better than, I don't know if anything's going to be better than a, a Trump Biden debate, but it's going to be close. Yeah, you're not wrong. I don't want to get, I don't want to get into politics, but that shit's funny. Like all that shit's going to be funny. At the end of the day, if your fans side with Jake thinking that Kill Bill is good, take me off this podcast, remove my funding. No, I'm we, not need part of this. <laughs> we need a heel. We need a heel. I am the heel. And it's not, I'm not being a heel just to be a heel. I legitimately think this movie is fucking garbage. And if you people don't think it's good, then I would love to play Russian roulette with you and an AK 47. You go first. Well, as we've seen from uh, Back <laughs> to the Future, they're not the most reliable weapons. Uh, how often was that Kalishnikov jamming? <laughs> All right, like you said, okay, it's fair enough. You could do all right. I'll give you a Colt repeater. <laughs> it's they uh, seem to do pretty good. Was it was it the Ruger that wasn't supposed to fire with a clip in, but very clearly did in uh, in Tiger King, or was it a Luger? I don't know. That was a Luger. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he was wrong. Uh, well, that does happen. So, but otherwise, we wouldn't say things like these things ha- or say things like these things happen. All right. All right, man. Cool, man. Do we need to do any more shout outs before we end this? Anyone you want to give a shout out to? Dan from Zubox, well, where are you? Yeah. So that's a conversation for after this. Okay. Zubox boys, I love you. Maybe Sean. We may need to reach out to Sean from Zubox. If you guys want a weird guy, uh, Lonely Guy 86, that's Sean from Zubox. They kind of got me into doing this with Bill. Uh, Schnitzelbommel, I cannot wait to meet you. Iron Asylum, I can't wait to meet you. Penai Peninsula, as long as the strip club is not closed or there's some woman there willing to take her money off for dollars, can't wait to meet you, Penai Peninsula. <laughs> it's, uh, the guy in Ireland, is it one guy? However many people are in Ireland, you guys are doing great, man. You got potatoes. I stopped there for like 30 minutes once. I like Ireland. Egypt, never been. Get like 100 more listeners. Egypt, you can tattoo me. Anchorage, uh, I got nothing for you, Anchorage. Just fuck off. Simple as that. <laughs> it's going to be the title of this episode, Fuck Off Anchorage. Yeah, fuck off Anchorage. Um, no, nah, man. And I, I know we say it every time, but guys, people around the world, if there's something you want us to talk about and bullshit about, let us know. Because we're terrible at this, but... Me we and Bill, we've, we've been on a post for 15 hours with nothing else to talk about. I'm and pretty this damn is better good than, at the... Yeah, this is better than that. So, 
Way better. Give us give us ideas. Wisconsin, good cheese, man. You send me some sharp cheddar, Wisconsin. You can tattoo something on my ass cheek. Also, I don't care. Wisconsin, reach out. Uh, was the Scotty Don't on Instagram? Wisconsin, hit me up. Send me some cheese. I'll get a tattoo on my ass cheek for you. Yeah. All right, All right. Yeah. Scotty. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your energy, my brother. And um, yeah, on to the Temple of Doom.